What's up, Riley? Do you want to make a podcast? I do, but before we do, it's the new year. It is. Isn't this beautiful? Isn't it amazing that we say we're doing our Christmas episode at the top of December and then we fuck off? (laughs) 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 We did our Christmas episode. Like, we did it. Like, it happens on the 25th. I don't know what you want from me. I didn't expect our Christmas episode to be our December episode. That's for sure. I mean, this one's coming out on the 30th. So, like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's not technically the new year. We're still stuck. But yeah, I didn't expect that to be the case. Uh, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, I'll be real. Missed you, my friend. <laughs> I, I, you know, we've, we've been busy, but every time I haven't done the podcast mines in a week, I start to get an itch and I'm like, where's, where's Andrew? I haven't gotten talked to Andrew. <laughs> I start like freaking out. I, so, I didn't realize when I was putting all the stuff together for this uh for this month, I thought, wow, this December is going to be really great. And these holiday seasons are going to be really cool uh, because uh, like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day is Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that means that the days I get off for work are uh, Friday, Monday. So like yes. it's just like a built in holiday. Yeah. And what I didn't that? realize, we also we went to celebrate with uh, my family the week before for mm-hmm. some reason. My aunt texted us out of the blue and said, "We're doing a sleepover on the 18th. Can you make it?" And I was like, "That does not align with any holiday time <laughs> what off." The fuck are you doing on the 18th? But yeah, I guess we can do that. Um, but what I didn't account for is that, like, by doing it that way by having all these holidays on weekends uh that means that i haven't had a weekend in december yeah no they're all gone they they're just all vanished gone. into the fucking mist i'm busy all weekends <laughs> traveling somewhere mm-hmm. yeah no i i ran into a into a similar issue where all of a sudden i was like oh i have nothing i i am i am doing something non-fucking stop mm-hmm. <laughs> third december uh what do i do what do i do what do i do yeah it's nice to be back you know nothing this week this is the fabled week where nothing happens Uh, (laughs) we you messaged me today if i could record and i just assumed we wouldn't be able to so i never even asked in the first place is how busy this month has been i just assumed that the podcast was done (laughs) <laughs> we were never recording again. And that was it. The last thing I'd ever say is ho, ho, ho. And that was it. <laughs> like you're watching the season on Netflix. The last one is they put the holiday special at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I don't know what the fuck to do, man. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm in the week where, you know, I, I had nothing planned tonight. I was like, you know what? 
I want to stream or podcast. We had given up the streaming. There's somebody <laughs> given up tomorrow's streaming slot. Marn and and Claudia are streaming tonight as of recording, so mm-hmm. we can't stream. So here we are in the in the, in the podcast zone. Well, <laughs> yeah, all of my the thing is that like every week for me has been um thir- the the plan has been like Thursday we will prep to leave <laughs> and or be driving. And then Friday we will be working for somewhere else, which means that like those are my working days for podcast stuff. I can't get stuff done those nights. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then we've proceeded to not every weekend because of the way that uh, the holidays have shaped up. And I also uh-huh. got sick this December, so like that cut into shit. It's just been mm-hmm. a rough month. It's been, I'm too it's busy a- celebrating holidays, Riley. It's a hard life. <laughs> it's a hard life. You're too busy celebrating holidays, and also the weather and your body are kicking your ass. They are. They're teaming up and just punching <laughs> one after another. Uh, people keep asking me how I feel, and I'm like, "Oh, well, I'm still congested." And Sam's like, "Oh, you should take some Dayquil." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. You don't understand. This is just me until March." <laughs> a gremlin will live in my nose until March. He just You've heard of allergies. Now hear about winter juice. Yeah, he settles in. Uh, at some point, usually it's a bit later, but if I get sick at any point when the temperature's below 40 degrees, um, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's game over. Uh, but but in the meantime, uh, Riley, it's a new year. It's going to be a yeah. new year coming up. How are you feeling? I, you know, I am 2022. Has you know there, there's multiple ways Andrew I can answer this question. It could be either very genuine, where I talk about the year of 2022 is the year that we you know we started Moonshot. We worked on Moonshot, and I feel like I've been doing Moonshot for years, and it's only been what eight months. Uh, yeah, <laughs> talk about how special that is, yada yada. But the the other way I could take this is uh, Andrew 2023 is around the corner. That that's weird to me. I just I. <laughs> I just think that's fucking odd. That doesn't have a good ring to it. That doesn't have a vibe to it like uh, 2022 does or 2021. Any of these other years, they all have a vibe. 2023, that's it doesn't roll off the tongue I think, and that upsets yeah, me. I think 2020 had 2020 had a vibe. It had an energy. Uh, it got cut down real short. But yeah, like, no, that shit got kicked into the dirt. 2020 is has a nice mouthfeel. 2022... Mm-hmm. It's like the sequel. It's a, it's a good mouthfeel that yep, they were just yep, like, yeah, we yep, slapped yep. two on that. It's a good title. Twenty twenty one was fine. Twenty twenty three feels. There's something about it. There's something about mm-hmm. the mouthfeel of that. I think that it's you have to you have to shift your mouth in a weird way in the middle mm-hmm. to get from the twenty three. There's like a mm-hmm. my teeth hit my tongue and everything collapses yeah. in on itself as I yeah, say it. It's not good. You spit everywhere. It's just bad, and I, I want to walk into a new year with positive thinking, and I do creatively, but uh-huh. I, you know, I, I, I get bad vibes from this one, Andrew. <laughs> I don't. You, I, you've I, seen the last three years, and you're just like, uh oh, this one's a bad one. <laughs> I think I walk into every year with a positivity, uh, and I think that that's proven to be a fool's errand. <laughs> You're looking at the newest, uh, you're looking at this new year the same way that I look at every trailer for the new Fire Emblem game. <laughs> I just kind of look at it and kind of like uh, cringe and shudder. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm exactly. just like, there's no way you're going to be good. And my hair changes from blue to red and I look like a Yu-Gi-Oh character. Mm-hmm. I think, no, 2022 has been a 
it's been a good year. I just don't feel good about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Say more. I I could. It's one of those things that like I feel like I could list so many good things that happened in 2022 to me. There's a lot of twos mm-hmm. in the, the sentence yeah, that yeah, yeah. really threw me off. In 2022 to me, um, you know, we officially kicked off Moonshot. Uh, that mm-hmm. was a weird time early in the year, but you know what? We hit the ground running, and I think that we've continued running, and things are looking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did. We we. I put you in a dunk tank like you deserved. Yeah, we, we did the dunk tank this year. That's fucking huge. Yeah, I I hit episode a hundred on two different shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you were invited them- to a charity gala. It, it was not. A, it was not a charity gala. Chris and I went to a brewery uh, to meet other donors. It it was a nice event. I don't want it to sound like I'm ungrateful, but y'all keep acting like I'm king shit. When all I did king. was eat chicken tenders and say hi to other Twitch streamers. Pod King Andrew went to the royal court. <laughs> with uh, a silly little Chester Chris. Yeah, I started a new job. Um mm-hmm. which has been it's been good. I Fuck that was this year. God damn. That was uh yeah, that was the May stream. Um <laughs> I feel like I have also the moon landing happened. That was a good stream. Uh, we've added, we added more podcasts to our ranks than I feel like, uh, we, we ever added in the past couple years of the orange groves. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just so tired (laughs) and I just, that's that's because we put in a lot of effort. I just feel like. I don't know. So many good things have happened to me this year, and like it's been a good year. But if you asked me how was twenty two, I would say oof, a disaster. <laughs> and part of that, Andrew, my dear friend, my dear compatriot, my comrade in arms, my podcasting partner, <laughs> that is because you you do have a you do have a bit of a of a of a of a negative Nelly streak. Yeah, <laughs> I it comes I, to your own work. Well, I I. I think that I'm, I think that I'm a fundamentally sad person. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just in my bones, I carry sorrow. Um, <laughs> I think Mount- that's just a part of it. M- Mr. Mountain Goats, is that you? I, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and that's and we, that's, we that's recorded fair. a thing, <laughs> Andrew. Yeah, at the risk of you know looking backwards a little bit into um. Into the the holiday times. I've I've got um, my podcasting wine. We can look backwards. I I want to I want to ask you a question and yeah. Know that I am not a uh, no no no. <laughs> it's clear that I'm a materialist person and I like having things. But I want to ask you, what kind of stuff do you get for Christmas? <laughs> 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 There's no smooth way to ask it. I'm just excited to know. We talked about how much we like giving and getting gifts last episode. <laughs> And I just want to know what you got. You know, Sam got me some really nice sweaters. Uh, I like Hell those yeah. a lot. I got a, um, so I bought myself a little while ago a newer, um, a newer mic. Uh, uh, now that I'm trying to say the words out loud, I'm forgetting all of them. But a, <laughs> uh, a compressor, a like a sound system. Yeah, yeah. The the box what plugs into the computer that I plug my mic into, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
I got myself a new one of those that has a second mic port on it. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. And I, for Christmas, I got a second microphone to plug into that. So I can... I could feasibly we could we could record the podcast lines in my apartment if we wanted to. Yes, this means that now we have the capability to record the podcast lines at who who whomstever's home we visit. I uh, I thought to myself, wow, now I can record a a podcast in person with people around here. And I looked out my window at the vast wasteland of Michigan and was like, oh right, I don't have those. <laughs> I had a conversation with somebody at work and they were like, oh, like, what do you do with your friends? Like around, like, I was like, oh, you know, we play games, we record stuff. Like, well, like those are your online friends, right? I was like, yeah. And they're like, well, what do you do with your friends around here? I was like, I don't got those. (laughs) So that's not a real thing. (laughs) With it's okay. I did say I don't have any friends around here and I'm sure that our uh, friend of the show, friend of the show and the Andrew Chris Hutton is like, what the fuck? Um, I consider Chris an online friend, even though we like Chris has been to my house more often than my parents, you know, like the weird thing is like, I also have Chris as an online friend now and I went to high school with him. (laughs) But, but like, um, no, I do think, uh, Michigan is weird. The area of Michigan that we are, um, Michigan is truly a, it, it, when I was in high school in uh, in Northern Kentucky, and I think Northern Kentucky is probably the same way, um, mm-hmm. there was that feeling of you either leave or you stay here forever, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You live here now. Yeah. And when I was in high school, it was just like, I have to leave. Um, nothing like truly against Northern Kentucky, nothing against my family, nothing against like anything, but it was like... Mm-hmm. I can be one of two kinds of people. I can be the person that when I want to kick, I go to Cincinnati or I can be someone who has experienced more of the world and feels more independent. Right. Yeah. And so, and so I did, I moved all the way to Indiana and then to Michigan. Um, <laughs> to exotic Indiana. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Um, but then as an adult, I'm realizing that this area of Michigan is all people that didn't leave here. Ah, uh, so you, you've stumbled into another. Uh, I, I, yeah, another I, I left. I left home, but I went to another place. I, I didn't go where you're supposed to go when you leave home. Uh, I should have gone to like I don't know a Chicago or like a uh, wherever. The, like the, the problem is when you move to a place, you just move to a place where people have already been living. Andrew, that's right. kind of the that's kind of the thing. Is like because even around here, I'm I'm talking to people all the time who are like, I'm I'm from Naperville. I've lived in Naperville my entire life. Like, oh, I'm from Chicago. Like I've always been here. It's one of those things where it's just you know you always go to a place where somebody else is. Yeah, I and and so like like Sam went to grad school. And like, uh, didn't make friends in grad school. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Because well, because her whole cohort was from around here, and like mm-hmm. had their high school friends. Yeah, who they stayed friends with through college. Like, it was just like I have not felt able to break into someone else's friend group. Maybe this is just me complaining and being like, boy, has anyone ever noticed that it's hard to make friends as an adult? Yeah. 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 But also and- I think I make friends pretty easily and I've cultivated, 
I've cultivated a rich fan and friend base through uh, through Moonshot, you know, and through yes. the Orange Groves. Like, I feel like I've cultivated friendships pretty easily online, but in person, it doesn't help that I haven't seen anyone in three years because of a, a virus. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, it's just no one around me that I know. And and like the one one while one thing that like has ha- that has been helpful for me is like. Mandy's has been going into an office and an office with people who are like normal people and like mm-hmm. has been <laughs> making friends there. And now I'm friends with like those friends from the office. And like, that's always, that's a, a fun interaction for me. But like, I don't know, man, in, in my, in my office, I haven't met as many normal people, <laughs> like people that are like, oh, I can, I, I can hang out. I can hang out with you. Are the, <laughs> I, I've started. I, I, I've started. I have built enough people that I might be able to run a role playing game in person. A thing that I haven't done since high school. <laughs> Do you think that the reason you've had trouble finding normal people to hang out with is because your desk is littered with children's toys? No, I think that might be a big part of it. But also, okay. I think that it's positive. <laughs> <laughs> that lets me know if you can hang or not <laughs> if you're chill <laughs> it's very classily littered with children's toys I've seen pictures it's not classily littered it's classy they're in a line <laughs> on one shelf at least they're not Funko Pops <laughs> that is fair I my sister got me a pair of uh, is a Booster Gold and Blue Beetle Funko Pop for mm-hmm. Christmas a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and every day I see them and I'm like, it is the only Booster Gold Blue Beetle merch I've been able to find. But they are Funko Pops, so yeah. I had one like the first year that I had a uh, me and Mandy were together. She got me a Robin Funko Pop, and I've kept it for this long. We were just cleaning out the toy shelf, and I was like. I'm getting rid of this. <laughs> <laughs> I have kept it for the emotional value, but it must die. Yeah, the thing that I love most about my favorite characters is their dead eyes. Yeah, they're, they're dead, soulless, unblinking eyes, all uh-huh. pupil. And to, for them to have all personality stripped away from them. Yeah. Speaking of having all personality stripped away from them, Andrew, can I ask you a basic question? Yeah, hit me. Uh, you doing anything? You got any New Year's resolutions? You making any big changes internally? I, I always, I find that making New Year's resolutions is the, it's a good idea Mm -hmm. and I like it in theory. It is the worst possible time to try and enact change in my own life. Yeah, because it's the middle of winter, you're depressed. Yeah, you've just been on like a weird holiday bender. <laughs> yeah, there's a re- like you wouldn't wake up a bear from hibernation and be like, "You want to change your life right now?" He'd say, "No, I'd like to survive the winter. I'll I'll see you in spring." Mm-hmm. I I feel like mm-hmm. a bear where I'm like, in the spring when when the weather changes again, yeah, maybe I could make some changes in my life then, but like. There's no change I could commit to in my life right now that would hold for the next three days. <laughs> I, I agree. I also don't make New Year's resolutions. And it for me, it's not that I am like, hey, I'm not going to do this because I, I don't think it'll stick. It's just I have nothing I want to change about myself because I'm already perfect. Yeah. No, that's fair, too. 
<laughs> which anybody who's seen the way I live my life will, will immediately argue with. <laughs> if you have criticisms, please don't send them to me. I've seen I've your desk. We're good. I've carefully constructed this facade of ego, and it's all that keeps me afloat some days. <laughs> <laughs> I need the ability for my boss to come out and be like, hey, how, how was today? Could you handle it all right? And me going, can I handle it? Yes, I'm extremely competent. Did I like it? No, I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) I need to be able to tell him that. It's so weird to see people tweeting about how Twitter's not working. And I'm like, it's perfectly fine. Well, you don't use Twitter. You use TweetDeck. That's a different thing. I, I get to avoid every shitty thing that I ever see people talking about. Doesn't come to here. People are like, oh, mention moments are gone. And I'm like, I don't know what that was. Every time oh, views you t- are here. I don't know what that is. Yeah, you talking about Twitter is valor stealing. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I don't have to see tweets I've blocked. I don't have ads. I don't have suggested tweets. Mm-hmm. It's just all the rest of you are doing hard mode for no reason. <laughs> Everyone has the has the difficulty. You Watching other people on Twitter is the experience of watching my wonderful father-in-law play God of War for the first time. Because he was playing the new God, the God of War 2018 on his PS5. Because he he plays games to 100% completion. And he was like, Riley, what difficulty do you have it on? And I was like, I had it on the challenger mode. But I play these games a lot. And also, I think I knocked it down after a while. So he clicks challenger mode. I spend the next oh, two boy. hours watching him fight the tutorial boss fight over and over. Right. And it was very fun. <laughs> Turning a straightforward action game into a dark was like. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, I told him not to do that. <laughs> <But> <laughs> the rest of you can just turn down the difficulty at any time. I think you can be free. You yeah, we can turn down suffer. the difficulty. All we need to do is open up a different program uh, than the one that is easily available on my phone and ready to go. And the same website that everyone else visits. Um, and then from there, all I have to do is set up uh 8,000 different tabs that I visit or columns that live in the side of my page and scroll through all of them in a UI nightmare. I've seen screenshots of of your tweet deck, Riley, and I'm actively talking over you. What if you do just the three, just your timeline, your mentions, and then your private Twitter, maybe, maybe DMs, who gives a shit? And then you just have it there in chronological order, live updating. I don't even see trending. I have that. I haven't seen a trending topic in years. I haven't clicked on a trending topic in years. You've had to see them. You've had to bear witness. Who gives a shit? They give me fun content. Sometimes a screenshot of and I say, that's a funny phrase. But wouldn't it be, wouldn't your life be better if you didn't have the void? No, my life would be better if I didn't have Twitter. Well, good news, Andrew. According to everyone else, it's not working. You can see their tweets about it. (laughs) (laughs) I do love, I will say right now, what have I got? What have I got? Uh, I'm currently logged into the Argonauts. Um, That's why we're not doing any podcasts this episode. It's because Twitter's down, so I can't see any of your great suggestions. And I'm sitting here. uh, I want you to know, Alex Cheswick, I see all your great suggestions. (laughs) I could be doing one. I just just go with the flow, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew have you seen uh, you watched Glass Onion like the rest of the world right I did I liked it 
I like I like you didn't like the original one, right? That's that's no. I Sam and I are the only people on Earth that didn't like the original Knives Out. (laughs) Do you want to do you want to say more, or do you want to avoid the uh, getting added by people for no reason? I I don't have a lot to say. I just didn't like it. Hey, that's and that's fucking chill. But you like the new one. Yeah, I liked Glass Onion. I thought it was good. I feel like I'm a magician's assistant that's just been called up on stage. And I'm just like, what the f- is this guy going to make my balls disappear? Like, what the fuck is he setting me up for? I am, Andrew. I am going to make your balls disappear. Oh, my God. <laughs> my balls. I have been thinking a lot about Benoit Blanc, Andrew. And this, I this know, detective. I've seen your tweets. I have been pondering fucking a lot about it. I was going to say a fancy word, and I can't think of one. So a large amount of pondering has been going on. And I've realized that he is the perfect synergy between Hercule Poirot and first name Columbo. You know what I mean? Does Columbo not have a first name? No canon first name. Rumor has it it's Frank. But okay. uh, we've never heard his first name in all eight seasons. Okay. Just like we've never seen his wife. He's the perfect combination. Are, are you sure? Things. Are you sure they didn't say it in like 15 of the 24 episodes in the first season, but they're just not the three that you saw? I have actually seen every episode of Columbo twice. That's not okay. a joke. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, it took my wife seeing it four times for me to get there, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it's really a, a trickle down system. Here. That's. That's the same way that I watched Parks and Rec, uh, because Sam and I used to watch that while she was falling asleep. And so uh, we would get into bed and Sam would put on Parks and Rec and then she would fall asleep and I would be awake because I don't sleep. Um, And then the next night she would start that episode of Parks and Rec 10 minutes in. And then I would have to watch the rest of the episode of Parks and Rec. And then the next night she'd start at 20 minutes in and we would watch the rest of Parks and Rec. Uh, So I've seen Parks and Rec like eight different times. You did a round of parks and rec <laughs> where it's like all right i'm doing my studying a little bit yeah you could probably recite some of those episodes uh but okay so okay so he's the combination of uh hercule poirot and colombo do you know poirot if i no. say poirot do you have a vague idea of who i'm talking about i i he's a he's a detective he's a detective that's right that's right he's a little belgian man <clears throat> silly little mustache david Suchet. um Hercule Poirot is one of those Sherlock Holmes types where he's like, I am the greatest detective in the world. He's, yeah, he's they're all very, the same. He, no. Uh, he, he's, you know, I'm the greatest detective in the world. He speaks to a third person sometimes. <laughs> he is like a little 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 man who, who, who loves to solve mysteries and be good at everything. Yeah, he's uh, German Benoit Blanc. Got it. Not, not, not. <laughs> the thing about Benoit Blanc that separates him from Poirot. Is Benoit Southern Blanc, accent instead of the French one. Benoit Blanc's a man of the people. Benoit Blanc's a, 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 a person who is not amused by, by rich things, necessarily. Benoit Blanc is somebody who is underestimated and treated like a buffoon, but actually is doing a lot in the background, is actually doing a lot of thinking. Yeah. That's what makes him like Columbo. Right. Do you see what I'm saying here? Do you see, do you see how this is a synthesis of these two ideas? Riley, they're archetypal characters. They're archetypal characters, yes, but this specific, all detectives have a similarity, Andrew, but there's differences here. And the difference right. is that then you can draw the connections between, you know, it's, it's yes, black and white are different colors, but there's so many shades of gray in between that they, they mix and match. And Andrew, not, 
I don't think either of us are colorblind. There's a there's a whole realm of color. I am actually colorblind. There's uh, a half are, of a realm of are, color for you. What are you trying to? What's? What are you pitching to me? <laughs> Andrew, have I noticed that these detective characters are very similar, but also have their own differences? Yes, I have. I, I'll cut I to do the chase, know how Andrew. character writing works. Thank you. I'll cut to the absolute chase here. Okay. I think a murder mystery podcast. I think a podcast that starts as a podcast, maybe for, say, 100 episodes, and then end up, up uh, one of the hosts is murdered. And then we become a murder mystery podcast with every guest that's ever been on the show. We get them all into one, into one booth and we say, it's time to figure out who killed Andrew Sherman. Exactly. And everyone that, bring in. Everyone that submitted a uh, pod jam and we're like, hmm, who could it be? Exactly. And Andrew, you know who goes public domain in their full form next year? Sherlock uh, fucking Holmes. Okay. So he's, Sherlock... he's like Columbo or Poirot or Dr. House or uh um, no. well, yes, to Benoit House. Blanc, but a little bit different, right? He he's very different than everyone but House. House is just Sherlock. Okay. <laughs> um, but I think a podcast murder mystery. I think Is Herlock Sholmes public domain? Herlock Sholmes control T. He fought uh Lupin the Third and also uh Phoenix Wright. Is that the same character? They're both named Herlock Sholmes. I'll let you figure out if they're the same or not. You know what? That that's that's fucking fair. Well now they can be named properly Sherlock Holmes. It's a different guy. <laughs> There's gonna... shades of gray between Herlock Sholmes and Sherlock Holmes. They're I'm gonna Similar, Me. but oh, I'm there's a about, world like, of difference. Stories this time. I'm talking about not children's media for one time in my life, <laughs> and you come for me like this. You're like this now. Now is when I will let loose the dogs of, of criticism and come after Riley. So he goes back to talking about Zoids. Fine, Andrew. You know what? You're right, Andrew. I built a Godos the other day and had a charged particle cannon. Do you want to see the spreadsheet I made where I organized each of the different weapon types in Zoids? to figure out how many variations there were i did like our good friend vita putting you on blast <laughs> just saying was this fun for you i feel that way about 90 percent of the things that you do so there's there's you could have two barrels three barrels four barrels or six barrels <laughs> all right so i'm murdered in a booth you're murdered in a podcast booth. we bring we podcast shows on figure it out we have okay. a, a locked room mystery. This also made me think about how bogus it was that only murders in the building did not have a tie-in podcast. It's weird, right? <laughs> it's so weird, dude. You'd think that they would like, actually, you know what? I kind of, it's weird. I'm glad they didn't because there's no way that that podcast is any good. No, but isn't that funnier if you listen to the fan podcast of only murders in the, in the building? Or whatever the fuck it's called. I <laughs> the fans of Only Murders in the Building podcast. And you have their podcast about the goings on of Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Uh, no, I honestly, I think it's funnier that it doesn't exist and we can imagine it. <sighs> that's fair. That's fair. I, I just think it'd be such every, a good arg. You could do an arg. We have gotten, uh, we've gotten to a realm where podcasts appear in other media outside of like Alex Inc or whatever that show was called. Um, but like they've started showing up in other media in a way that I can look at and be like, what the fuck is the production schedule on this podcast? Like <laughs> I know uh, on uh, the show on the network, dead teen house party, they talk about the fact that there's a podcast in universe in the scream television show. <laughs> and 
in one episode, a character does finish recording the podcast and then say, great, and then clicks a button and it says podcast published. And from I was like, from the hospital, by the way. From the hospital, yeah. And that's and he where meant I was to just record like, an, he meant to record an MP3 and then sent a video, right? He sent a fucking video, which turned into a video podcast. You're, I think you're thinking of a different scene, but it's the same, the same <laughs> error. Um, that's, that's what I want to do is here's, here's my new meta podcast. We watch shows that have a podcast as part of the plot. And we mm-hmm. talk about whether or not we think that podcast is any good. <laughs> well, the, the podcast is, is called, no. we are not taking pictures at this time. Is there- <laughs> Great. Great, great move. I can't think of a podcast that would be good, is the thing. Like, I can't think of a podcast that I would hear that would be good. Like, I, on, a fucking, on a fucking show. I want to say, I'm thinking, the problem is that um, everyone that writes for television apparently thinks that a podcast is a radio show. <laughs> they do, they do. It's they radio for that, your ears. They think that they're done live in a way that's really weird. They're definitely released as audio. They're definitely done question mark, question mark, question mark at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I, and it drives me up a wall because I... You know, editing is already an invisible job, Andrew, you know? It is. And, and I just... And I know it wouldn't be fun to see fucking Jonah Dead Teen House Party show say, I'm good time to send this to my editor... And then send it away or to watch him sitting in the hospital bed tweeting, like going, yeah. uh, um, uh, cut that out, cut that out. As part, we get, we get a, a montage screeches to a halt as we watch him listening to it back in audacity and going, eh. uh, and then we have to like watch him crafting a tweet. That's like, Hey guys, new episode is live. Yeah. No social media for it. Talked about my friend getting murdered again. And wouldn't you believe it, another friend has been murdered. Also, here's a video. <laughs> it's important to me, Andrew, that you know I just saw a tweet uh, by my my good friend, uh, Pagetesk, uh, Colin from Never Believe It. Um, honestly surprised that Twitter still works fine for me, a person using a third-party API app with, chron- with chronological timeline and no ads. And I said, I just fucking said this on the podcast minds. And they say, we've been winning for five years. Why stop now? Hi ho! Hi ho! You know, Frosty the Snowman, it's truly the most quintessential Christmas song. It introduces a beloved figure who invites the children to come to him, gets into an altercation with state authorities. Right, the hollering stop. And then he dies, but promises to be back again one day. Frosty is a Christ figure. Hi, I'm Juliet. And I'm Catherine. And we're I'll Be Pod for Christmas, a seasonal podcast where we overanalyze Christmas pop songs and movies and put them into conversation with some unlikely pieces of literature. Don't be a cringe. Join us on I'll Be Pod for Christmas on the Moonshot Podcast Network. <laughs>